The internet as we know it depends on a couple of sentences. It's Section 230, Subsection C of the Communications Decency Act of 1996. And tech companies and internet freedom activists say, without the rights prescribed in those sentences, the platforms we use every day, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Reddit, they wouldn't have existed. That may sound extreme, but defenders of the law have had to make a strong argument for keeping it the way it is. That's because over the last few years, Section 230 has come under attack from both sides of the aisle. Section 230 should be revoked immediately. Should be revoked, number one, for Zuckerberg and other platforms. That's a pretty foundational law of the modern That's right. internet. Exactly right. And it should be revoked. And one of the things we may do, Bill, is just uh, remove or totally change 230. What I think we can say is we're going to regulate it. It's a provision and we're going to regulate it. Most recently, Attorney General William Barr sent his own proposal to Congress about how to change the law. And Sarah Morrison, a reporter here at RICO, is here to talk about it. Hey, Sarah. Hi, how you doing, Teddy? So to start, can we quickly just go over what exactly Section 230 is? What was it meant to do? So Section 230 is the law that gives, you know, Internet platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit immunity from lawsuits about what their users post on them. So, I mean, if you post something on Facebook that's libelous or defamatory about somebody, you know, that person can sue you, you know, for libel, like they could sue anybody else, right? But then they can't sue Facebook just because it hosted that content. So basically this dates back to the early days of the internet, you know, the mid-90s when Congress was trying to figure out sort of how to legislate speech on it. There was a court case where a judge ruled that an internet service that had moderated its forums was therefore liable for, I think, something libelous that a user posted on it. And that if, you know, they hadn't moderated it at all, then they wouldn't have been responsible. So, you know, that decision, you can imagine, you know, the effect that this, if it remained today, it would have had on, you know, those services. They'd either not allow any third-party content at all, in which case, like, Facebook and Twitter doesn't really exist, or they would just not moderate anything. Section 230 was sort of this happy medium. Um, now Senator Ron Wyden co-authored it, and it basically said that internet service um, could moderate the content its users posted on it and be immune from any like civil lawsuits resulting from what those users posted. And so what uh, Senator Ron Wyden has said often is that it's like a sword and a shield, the shield being from, you know, lawsuits and then the sword being, you know, you being allowed to sort of moderate content. So I guess what happened here, you know, both Democrats and Republicans seem to have objections with Section 230. Why did this fall so firmly out of favor? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people still do like it. Um, I think the, especially the platforms that are protected by it. But a lot of the arguments against it pretty much boiled down to two things. The first big reason is that there are websites that sort of abuse their immunity protections to host, you know, content that is like objectively bad and harmful. And uh, one example of this would be websites that had child sex trafficking ads on them, um, which because of Section 230, their victims had like no legal recourse. So a law called SESTA-FOSTA, which was passed in 2018, 
removed immunity protections from websites or platforms that hosted, you know, child sex trafficking ads, basically. And then the second argument that we see a lot, which is more conservatives make, is that because of the huge part that these websites sort of play in how information spreads, those companies get to basically determine the speech that is allowed on those platforms. And a lot of conservatives feel that they make decisions that censor them and their ideas and their speech while letting a lot of progressive speech pass. And then they don't think that's fair. So they want to change the law in a way that means that those platforms will have to moderate in a way that they believe is sort of politically neutral. Gotcha. So now there's this announcement from the Department of Justice, right? Trump's Department of Justice for changing 230. What does that say? Is that sort of the conservative argument you'd expect? Yeah, I mean, Attorney General Barr has really doesn't like Section 230 and has is, is kind of made it a mission of his um, sort of all along to to make it do what he thinks it should. Um, and so the latest thing here is a proposal for what legislation that Congress would pass should look like to to make Section 230 uh, more applicable to what the Internet, you know, is today, he thinks. Okay. There's two parts of this. And the first one is pretty like along the lines of SESTA-FOSTA, which just adds a couple more types of content that are excluded from, you know, the immunity protections. And that's like child sex abuse, terrorism, and cyber stalking. So it would remove Section 230 protections from an additional types of content. And then the second thing uh, would force platforms to sort of spell out their rules for speech you're allowed to say or not say, apply them, you know, equally, and not make you know, so-called arbitrary decisions that conservatives believe that they make that you know, unfairly censors them. Right, right. So basically the idea is they have to publicize and spell out exactly what these policies are, which is frankly something that a lot of people have called for, right? Yeah, I would say probably both sides, you know, do this. But I see the argument made a lot more by conservatives and conservative legislators like Ted Cruz that believe that the law is written to require this anyway. And like they interpreted it to be that. And, you know, again, that they just they don't think it's fair that, you know, their speech, you know, is they believe being censored unfairly. Okay, so there's a lot of people who are critical of this. Presumably, there's, you know, some folks who are defenders of 230. What does, you know, the Ron Widens of the world think about this proposal from the Trump Justice Department? Uh, I haven't heard from what Ron Widens said specifically about this, but, you know, he's said pretty consistently, you know, and vociferously throughout that the law that he co-wrote was never intended. There's no like political neutrality requirement in it the way like others have interpreted it. And he's against basically any attempt to change Section 230 at all because he believes ultimately it will really harm like small Internet businesses and uh, smaller causes that might be affected disproportionately because they can't defend themselves. So he just thinks overall there will be less speech for everybody. Sarah Morrison's a reporter here at Recode. You can read more of her work at recode.net. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me.